सहनावतो सहनोभुनक्तो सहवीर्यंकवाहैतेजस्वीनावधीतमस्तुमा विद्विषावहै ओम शांतिशांतिशांति ओम पूर्णमदा पूर्णमिदं पूर्णात् पूर्णमुदच्छदे पूर्णस्य पूर्णमाना यपूर्णमेवावशिष्यदे ओम शांतिशांतिशांति ओम आप्यायन्तुमामांगानि वाप्राणस्चक्षुश्रोत्रमतो बलमिन्द्रियाणि च सर्वाणि सर्वं ब्रह्मोपनिषदं माहं ब्रह्मनिराकुर्याम् मामां ब्रह्मनिराकरोद अनिराकरणमस्तवनिराकरणमे अस्तु तदात्मने निरतेयोपनिषत्सु धर्मास्ते मैसंतो ते मैसंतो ओम शांतिशांतिशांतिहि श्रुतिस्मृतिपुराणानाम् आलयं करुणालयं नमामि भगवत्पादम् शंकरं लोकशंकरं शंकरं शंकराचार्यं मादरायनं सूत्रभाष्यप्रदावन्दे भगवन्तावनपुनः ईश्वरो गुरुरात्मेदि मूर्तिभेदरिभागिने व्योमवद्यापतदेहाय दक्षिणामूर्तये नमः ओमित्तेर्दक्षरमुद्गीतमुपासिता 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 The Shruti has imagined or concocted a samvada, a dialogue among these sense organs beginning from speech. For what purpose? Prana Shrestrata Nirdharanartham for ascertaining the Shrestrata or supremacy of prana. How does it get established? Vidushaha Anve Vidarekabhya. It is perhaps not stated in so many words. For Vidushaha, for Vidwan, for a knowledgeable person, understanding person, a wise person, Anve Vidarekabhya, by the method of agreement and difference, 
that one can recognize that the purpose of the story is to convey the supremacy of prana. Then Bhāsakara Flav explains that, you know, yathoktam kalpanam drishtantena saspashtayati. This kalpana or imagination Bhāsakara clarifies with a drishtanta, with our day-to-day example. Yathaloke purushaha anyonyam ātmana shrishtatai vivadamanaha. It's quite common that people, purusha, vivadamana, people, they argue with each other. <coughs> Anyonyam vivadamanaha argue with each other, ātmana shrishtatai. For establishing the, the greatness of one's own self, and when they come knock and do not cannot come to a conclusion because each one claims his superiority and each one seems to present his or her own reasoning for that, then kanchit guna vishesh avignam prachyante. Then they approach someone who is very knowledgeable in in the aspect which they are discussing. The aspect in which these people are and trying to establish their superiority, one who is well versed or one is perceptive about that guna or aspect or attribute, they approach him, prachyante, and they ask him, kona shrestha gunaihiti. In these gunas, in these attributes or qualifications or in this, uh, you know, in expertise, who do you think is the best among us? <coughs> now we continue. Vāśyakāra says, in the second line, in the Vāśya, Tena uktāha ekaikaśyena adahkāryam sādhidam uddyacchata yena adahkāryam sādhyate Sarvśrēṣṭa-yade-uktāha-tathaiva-udyacchantaha-ātmanaha-anyasya-vā-śrēṣṭhatāṁ-nirdhāryante-tīrāṁ-nirdhāryante-tīrāṁ-nirdh
Tathaiva Udyatsanda, all of them, then Tathaiva in the same manner, striving in the same manner in which there they were told by that person. Then they do not need anybody else's uh, opinion. They themselves can come to the conclusion. So, the way this person told them is without, rather than telling them who is the best among them, he gave them a criterion by which they themselves can arrive at the conclusion of who is the ascertain, who is the best among them. And this is the, this is the method or the, the, that he told them, you know, that all that you try to do this. Like King Janaka say to all the princes assembled in the court that whoever can lift and bend and use this bow of Lord Shiva, well, he can have my daughter. So he need not say you are the best. So this criterion is given. Each one comes forward and ultimately who is able to do wins the hand of Sita. And so also Draupadi's hand was won by Arjuna and things like that. So this is how the superiority is established. In that particular aspect only. It is possible that in some other aspect somebody is better. But in this aspect, see so the aspect of strength, power, courage. <coughs> so this is what uh, King Janaka wanted to test. So Anyonyasi, then there is no dispute. Otherwise they will fight with each other. Each one will claim to be the superior, the best among them, and they will fight. They try to fight even later afterwards also, but then, I mean, there is no question at all that Rama was the way best among them. And so, or even Karana tried to fight. Uh, and then, it's, you know, because he was not allowed, Draupadi did not allow him to, uh, to shoot the arrow at that fish or whatever the thing was. So he was very upset, but he was not listened to. This is going on from the time beginning, less anyway. So human beings are what they are. Anyonyasiva, so Atmana Anyonyasiva, either of their own self or somebody among them, Sheshtavan, Nizarante, they assert in the superiority or the supremacy of either themselves or one among them. Tena Upta Hidi Upta Mayavya, Tena Upta, then they are told. What are they told? Vashyakara again said that, you know, Eka Ekasya, one by one. This is an interesting Eka Ekasya, you know. Eka Ekasya, of course we say, but Eka Ekasya, that kind of Pratya is a Shya, whatever, I have to find it. But then, Eka Ekasya, so one by one. Then Vashyakara continues, Tatha imam samyavaharam bhagadishu kalpitavati shruti. So don't think that this kind of dialogue actually took place. Kalpitavati. Shruti has concocted. Imagine this kind of concocted, you know. So you mix various things and create a concoction. Similarly, the story has been concocted by the Shruti. However, Vashyakara said that. Whatever Shruti has said can be taken literally also because they can discuss like this because the devatas are conscious beings. But we need not think that such a thing actually took place. The imam samvyavaharam, this vyavahara, 
This kind of an event, you know, among the sense organs, the Shruti is concocted in order to determine the Shrestha, the supremacy of one of them, Prana or Prana. Sri Nanakiri Vidusha Ityadina Uptam Prayojanam Prakadayati Vidusha Anvevetirika Abhyam Prana Shrestha Nirdharanartham for asserting the supremacy of prana on the part of the learned people. So, prakadevi, prayojanam prakadevi. So, the same prayojanam. What Bhashyakara explained earlier, that is clarified here by Bhashyakara Kathandamayati. So, what was the need for the Shruti to concoct a story like this? This kind, this kind of story also. How does a story like this enable the learned people to establish supremacy. Those who want to meditate. The idea is Vidwan here is the one who is who is adept in meditation and who wants to meditate. And for that it is necessary that he should know what is to be meditated upon. Kasanama Vidwan Vagadina Ekasya Abhavepe Jeevanam Dhrishtam Natu Pranasyate Pranasyashtadam Pratipadyate Kathannama Vidwan Pratipadyate Vidwan Pranasyashtadam Kathannama Pratipadyate So how do you ex- how do you help this person Asserting the supremacy of prana. This is the concern, or oh, this is the one prayojanam purpose Shruti has. How can this thinking learned person, how can he be helped to arrive or determine the supremacy of prana? So, Vidwan, Vagadinam. So, how? Vagadinam, ekaikasya abhavepi jivanam dushtam. That speech and others, even though one by one they were absent. And still it was found that this person, Karyakana Sanghata, this assembly was able to live, continue the life. With a little handicap, but they were able to continue. Natu pranasya, but without prana, they were not able to live. Then the body became most despicable, you know, most contemptible. When prana lives, it becomes dead. And so it was going to die. So, fortunately, prana did not have to leave to establish that. They could see themselves because they realized that their position, their existence, you know, was in fact only due to prana. As long as prana is that they were, and when prana wanted to depart, that they could not even continue to live here. They could not continue in their positions. They were going to be uprooted from their positions. <coughs> So, Shruti did not say prana is shrestha. But in this manner, Vidwan prana shrestadam pradipadyedaiti. How the Vidwan will assert in the supremacy of prana. With that, in intention in mind, Shruti has concocted the story. <coughs> so, pradipati prakaram sankshipati. How? How will the Vidwan come to this understanding? So, vagadhinamekakasya that. Even when these sense organs were absent one by one, the body continued to function, etc. 
సోవతి కల్ప కల్పితవతి శృతి ఇది ఫలవతి కల్పన దిస్ మేనర్ ది కల్పన ఇమాజినేషన్ ఇస్ ఫలవతి సో ఇమాజినేషన్ షుడ్ సర్వ్ ది పర్పస్ ఇన్ దిస్ మేనర్ దిస్ ఇమాజినేషన్ ఆఫ్ ది స్టోరీ వుడ్ సర్వ్ ది పర్పస్ ఇన్ దిస్ మేనర్ దృష్టి శృతి అనుగ్రాహకత్వేన దర్శయతి దిస్ ఇస్ హౌ వి సీ ఇన్ అవర్ డే టు డే లైఫ్ హౌ ద సుప్రీమసీ ఆఫ్ అన్ ఎంటిటీ ఎస్టాబ్లిష్ సో యూ డోంట్ నీడ్ ఎనీ ప్రమాణ వెన్ సంథింగ్ ఇస్ అ మెటర్ ఆఫ్ అవర్ ఎక్స్పీరియన్స్ యూ డోంట్ నీడ్ స్క్రిప్చర్స్ యూ నోట్ ఉపనిషత్సూషన్ supporting this the conclusion of bhashyakara that this is what shruti tatparya is the thing is bhashyakara says the tatparya of the shruti is this in support of that conclusion bhashyakara says that this is the trend that we find in aishwar also in the shruti <coughs> so tatha the bhashyakara says tatha cha shruti kaushita kena జీవతీవాగపేతోని పశ్యామీవతిచక్షురపేతీ పశ్యామీవతిశ్రోత్రపేతరాని పశ్యామీవతిమనోపేత బాలాని పశ్యామీవతిభావుచిన్నీవత్యూరుచిన్నీవత్యూరుచిన్నీవత్యూరుచిన్నీవత్యూరుచిన్నీవత్యూరుచిన్నీవత్యూరుచిన్నీవత్
this story has been told to us for establishing the supremacy of prana. So prana is then the one to be meditated upon because you will meditate only upon that which is the most exalted and prana is jeshtha, shreshtha, etc. Not only that but then he is also the sampat, he is also the ashraya, he is also the uh, anaraha, etc. All of that he is. That being the case, he deserves to be meditated upon. Now continuing with the next khanda. So that is how the Chandogya Upanishadi Prasama Prasam Panchama Dhyasa Dhyasa Prasama Khanda. <coughs> Continuing now with the Dvitiya Khanda. <coughs> Says Anandagiri Vagadinam Swami Shaishya Diguna Pranosmiti Vidya Devi. So one may meditate. And this meditation is Ahangra Upasana. Pranosmi, I am that prana. In this manner one may meditate. So what kind of prana I am? Vagadinam Swami. I am the master of all the organs of perception and action. Shreshtyadi Gunaha. I am Jeshtha. I am Shreshtha. I am Sampat, etc. I am Vasishtha. In this manner, May one meditate upon prana as one's own self. So man with ahangra upasana means superimposing the, the attributes of prana upon one's own self and imagining oneself to be prana possessed of those attributes. Idi pradhana vidyam upadishya. This is the main meditation. Tad darshana angabhutan. Bhuta Andavasu Drishtividanarate. Now the Shruti also wants to prescribe further meditation. Tadanga Bhuta. So the main meditation, these are the Anga meaning, these are also the limbs or the aspects. So Andavasu Drishtividana. So now, who, what is Annam? What's the food for the prana? What's the garment for the prana? So what are the garments and the clothes for the prana? So now you you also visualize prana as possessed of those attributes, also eating this kind of food and wearing this kind of garments. In this manner you meditate. So prakrame, this khanda is begun in order to prescribe the food and the garments to the prana. Pratham annadrashtim vidhatum prasangam prakurade. Pratham annadrashtim vidhatum. So, drashti here means meditation. So, looking upon anna as the food of, so what is the food of prana? Something is, we are told, look upon this thing as food of prana. Look upon this thing as a garment of prana. See, this is how. So, annadrashtim, something is to be meditated upon as annam or food for prana. Vidhatum to enjoy and to prescribe prasangam prakar prakrudeh for that again prasanga. A context is created here. Again in the form of a dialogue. For us to understand what is the food of prana. <coughs> so So next passage says. Saho vaja kimmenam bhavishyatite yakkinchidam Ashwabhya, Ashakunibhya, Itiya Uchuhu, 
What will become my food now? Then they said, Yat kinchida idam ashvabhya ashakunibhya. All the food that is eaten by everything and everybody, including dogs and birds. So, whatever food is eaten by any living being, including dogs, means most uh, miserable, you know, most despicable, most uh, contemptible food that the dogs eat. This is all. A dog is looked upon as a contemptible animal in our culture because it eats all, is an, is an impure animal. It eats all, all kinds of impure things, that is why, basically. So because purity, sanctity is very important in, in worships, in all the prayers, in puja, in yajna, yajna agade mainly in the Vedic times, because sanctity is extremely important and things will be polluted. If an impure creature comes in there, then the whole thing will be polluted, will not bring up, will not yield the kind of outcome that you want. So people also looked upon as impure were also excluded. Animals looked upon as impure excluded. Materials looked upon as impure excluded. Time, place, anything looked upon as impure were all excluded. Therefore the rituals will be performed at a given time. which is considered to be a, an auspicious time. At a given place, we consider that one in a certain corner, you know, in Ishana, this gang, not anywhere else. And so the fire must be set up in this particular place. And earth also must be sanctified before you do that. And wood must be sanctified before you, uh, you know, you arrange it for in the fire. And things like that. So this is how uh, everything had to be sanctified. So whatever was considered as impure was excluded because it would... Uh, it would it would disturb or destroy the sanctity of this thing. And one thing is enough. Even though the Ganges water is pure and sacred, you add some, some impure things like urine, etc. This becomes impure. Even one drop of it will make it impure. And similarly, anything will make it impure. That's why we find all these kind of uh, restrictions or discrimination, exclusion. So, in karma, there always have to be within Ishida, understand? In karma, action you have to have vidhi and guna and dosha, virtue and vice. Vidhi and nishida, enjoining and prohibiting. For karma to be successful. For knowledge is a different thing. For karma. So, you want to cook something, this kind of rice, this kind of bhakri, for that this kind of flour. Roti for this kind of flour, rotlo another kind of flour, another kind of, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, you know, the thing in which you cook, uh, you know, you bake, that also is different, this kind of gas, this kind of flame, everything is specified. And you must follow those specific, no, this fellow is discriminating, you know, that this, that this, what do you call it, the, uh, the metal, the iron plate is not allowed, they want only the clay thing, you know, yes. And that's what is most suitable for that kind of cooking. So discrimination. 
it is recognizing the the qualifications and and the appropriateness or the fitness of everything and you use what is most fit and exclude what is unfit because this point so you cannot put salt beyond this point cannot put chili beyond this point etc you cannot put salt everywhere you can't put chili, chili everywhere whatever so in any this is an example cooking because we see it but every in every cook every action whether it is driving walking talking anything that is karma always guna dosha are there vyavahara is always based on guna and dosha you cannot be a vedantin and transcend that is what so uddhav asks of lord krishna please tell me you know all the gunas of various things and lord krishna gives a long list of the guna and dosha the virtue and vice of all kinds of things and concludes that is uddhava the most exalted guna virtue is not to see guna and dosha so first of all prescribe and then you have to transcend that also it's not negated so uddhava thought that lord krishna said it is negating himself no is not negating he asking to transcend अथवा बहुनीतेन किम ज्ञातेन तवार्जुन विष्टभ्यामिदं कृष्णम् एकांशेन स्थितो व्हाट्स यू वर्जुन ऑफ ऑफ सीइंग ऑल काइंड ऑफ विभूति यू नो यू टू ट्रांसेंड दैट दैट इन फैक्ट आई एम द ट्रांसेंडेंटल प्रिंसिपल एंड देवर ऑल दिस विभूति आर जस्ट इनसिग्निफिकेंट विद रेफरेंस टू माय ग्रेटनेस सो इवन इफ यू रिकॉग्नाइज माय मैनिफेस्ट ग्रेटनेस इट इज नॉट अ मेजर ऑफ माय रियल ग्रेटनेस पादस्य विश्वाभूतानि त्रिपादस्य अमृतं देवि बट अंटिल देन अंटिल यू रीच अ पॉइंट व्हेन यू आर रेडी टू ट्रांसेंड अंटिल देन यू होल्ड ऑन टू दैट सो व्हेन यू आर मेकिंग अ हाई जंप विद द हेल्प ऑफ द वर्ल्ड पोल यू कांट जस्ट ड्रॉप इट एनी टाइम यू हैव टू होल्ड ऑन टू दैट अंटिल अ पॉइंट कम्स व्हेन यू कैन ड्रॉप इट सो ऑल द साधना और मींस आर प्रिस्क्राइब फॉर अल्टीमेटली ट्रांसेंडिंग देम नॉट ऑलवेज टू बी स्टक विद देम Until then, you have to, and then one can alone be sadharam, other cannot be. Even he cannot accomplish everything. When it comes to vyavahara, only something can accomplish, and other things cannot. Other thing can also, in fact, destroy the very pursuit. Therefore, you have to be cautious in what to do and what to avoid. And that is how lots of restrictions are there in karma. it is not discriminating and these people are you are very cruel to animals you know we are not cruel to animals we don't kill animals we we don't say don't feed dog starve them no this provision of feeding dog also but dog must be in their place not in your lap people have dogs in their bedroom in their bed so that is love maybe we don't deny that that is love but then if you don't do that doesn't mean you you don't love you know you love one little cat and kill 100 cows for your food you know so anyway uh, everybody has their own definition of what is non violence so they the hindus are all very cruel you don't care for your animals maybe we don't also so we also have different so in one uh, aspect you are you are so sophisticated other aspect of miserable you know so we keep our house so clean and throw all the dirt right in our front yard can be as some you can decide that so hindus are very pious all right and the her is woman will before she cooks she cleans and then 
also uh, anoints that whole kitchen with cow dung, etc., sanctifies and takes a bath and wears those muddy clothes, those with nobody can touch. But if you look at those clothes, they're, they're washed all right, but not clean. All kinds of stains are there on them. This place is sacred all right, is, is, you know, but then it's not clean. People are sitting in a place which is uh, purified, but not clean. clean. So everybody has their own ideas of what is pure and what is impure and what is clean. Those fellows are very good there. And they look at you fellows, you are so miserable. But you get you fellows, miserable. So one, we need to actually have the best of both. But the idea is that every culture has cultivated what they consider as important for what they consider was the purpose of life. So purpose of life was spiritual growth. For that all these were conceived. And we cannot judge them based on all these vyavhari considerations. When dharma is the criterion, then artha karma, you know, well, if you follow dharma, what happens to artha karma? That is not the criterion. You cannot judge the Vedic system and what injun- the injunctions are. They are all meant for moksha and dharma. So at least you have life here and here after because you actually acquire punya and they will live happily, if not wealthily. So wealth is not the criteria. Name, fame is not the criteria. The sense gratification is not the criteria. Happiness is the criteria. And so the Vedic culture has this perception that happiness comes from dharma and not from material. Those fellows think the happiness comes from there, so they maximize that and then criticize you and we says you are right. What you are right? It's not so. Happiness is criteria of human life. For the dharma is the means and not arthakama. So material prosperity is not the means because your mind is important. And how to, how to create that mind, for that the means is dharma. And so this is the culture which is uh, wherein dharma, the righteousness is most predominant. And of course the greatest righteousness is the worshipping God. And therefore worship also. And your whole life should become worship. There were so many devatas, worship, you know. Otherwise you go to church, then only you can worship. Or you go to mosque, then you can worship. But how about the rest of the time? So how do you make the whole life worship? See God everywhere. So many devatas are there, everything is a devata. Everything is divine. And therefore see divinity in everything. And that how, that's how your life becomes worship. Tasmat sarveshu kaleshu mamunasmara yudhyacha. Therefore, at all the times, remember. How do you remember him? If he is everywhere, how is he everywhere? Not just a general statement, not glossing everywhere. Shows that, oh, Ashwatha, you know, Ashwatsarva Rukshana, I'm the Ashwatha in all the trees, I'm Himalayan in all the mountains, I'm Ganges in all the rivers. And so that is how we are shown. <coughs> that does not mean we should be cruel to dogs, of course. It's not allowed. That doesn't mean you beat him up and things like that. That also, if this is what you do, that's not right. The same time, that doesn't mean that the dog should have placed in the Yajnashara. That also is not right. <coughs> so anyway, Ashvabhya, Ashakunibhya. But then here, see, meditation, everything is included. He prana, all the food that is eaten by every creature, including dogs, beginning from and in, including and beginning from dogs, 
and including a beginning from birds, birds eat all kinds of stuff, you know. This peacock looks very beautiful, but the thing that he eats, all these sparrows and fellows, you know, tuk, 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 they are doing. But this is their food. All kind of insects they eat, you know, that's what they are meant to do. Only, only this pigeon does not, that's why pigeon is considered to be, you know, a, a bird representing uh, peace, etc., because non-violent, as non-violent we, you know, uh, defined. So it's, it's a vegetarian bird, as best as I know, you know. Other birds are, uh, you know, they eat whatever. So they eat grain, all that, but then they're not confined to grain, they eat anything else also. That's how it is. <coughs> but anyway, therefore, ashvabhya, ashakonibhya. So meditating, inclu- this is all inclusive meditation, understand? See how this, the knowledge is all inclusive. Karma has to exclude. But knowledge is all-inclusive. <coughs> so you meditate upon Yasva as a prana, for whom all this is food, even eaten by dogs and birds, all that is a food of prana, that prana I am. Meditation is all-inclusive. Not that you eat, then karma is not inclusive. You don't eat that food, that becomes karma. But then you visualize yourself as prana who has no discrimination at all, who is equally present in all the beings. Lord Krishna has no hesitation in saying that I reside as the digestive fire in all the creatures. Not only in human beings, in all the creatures. This fourfold food includes, you know, Take, accounts for all kinds of creatures. Every creature may not eat all kinds, four kinds of food. Human beings eat. Others eat one, two, three, four, whatever kinds of food. Then, so in that sense, there is no discrimination. So, Ashvabhya, Asakunimhedi, Uchuhu, this is what the sense organs told the prana, that this is your food. Tadvai etat anasya annam. Then Shruti herself says, that dialogue was now, was stated, that dialogue was described or reported to, then Shruti says, conclusion from that. Tadvai etat anasya annam. All of this is the food, anam means prana. So this is all the food of the vital force. Anuhavai nama pratyaksham. So instead of the prana, what's in, what is the direct name of prana? Ana is the prana, direct name of prana. So one who meditates like this, meditates himself on his prana, for whom all this is food. So upon that the dusty of food is made. Nahavai evam vedikinchar anannam bhavadeti. Evam vidhuvanu meditation and realizes oneness with prana. For that person, there is nothing that is uneatable. Everything is eatable for this person, you know. That doesn't mean he eats everything. But then, he, he, everything becomes eatable. Meaning that his identification with all the creatures, with all the prana is identified, never, everything is eatable. As a human being, he doesn't eat. At the same time, everything is eatable. He realizes that there is also food. 
So right now I cannot look upon something as food, why is this, you know. But then he realizes that all that goes away from this person. So when we look at something, immediately the nose is twitched, you know, it says, no, everything is okay. Everything has its own place with reference to somebody. Eating. <coughs> so now Bhashyagana says, Saho vacha makhya pranaha kimme annam bhavishyadire mukhyam pranam prashtara vivakalpa yitva vagadi prativaktrun iva kalpayanti so that's the one to be meditated. So Mukhya Prana is the vital air. The, the principle of vitality is to be meditated upon here. That principle of vital air alone manifests prana, apana, vyana, udana, samana. So what is the principle is ana. So in prana, apana, udana, amivyana, udana, samana, in all of them, ana is there. So that's how nantaf pragyam, navahish pragyam, novayataf pragyam, the jna is there everywhere, you know. So that jna is okay, antah pragyam. So when the pragna is okay, but when you say antah, then the antah part is negated, not antah pragyam, bahish pragyam, bahish part is negated. Novayataf pragyam, uvayata is negated. Aprajnam, etc., etc., and so, but prajna is common to all of them. Similarly, ana. So, therefore, mukhyam pranam prashtarama kalpaitva. So, uh, imagining that mukhya prana is a person, one who asks this question, kimmenam bhavishyadeti, that's mukhya prana asks, what will be my food? Now that I am there, I have to eat something. What will my food? So the mukhya prana, which is described as ana, you know. The name mukhya prana is ana. Kimme annam bhavishyadeti. Then again, Bhāsakara is mukhyam pranam prashtaram eva kalpaitva. Don't think that actually this dialogue took place. But as though the dialogue took place, so mukhya prana, the main, the primary vital air, is as though the questioner Vagadin, Pratibhaktrun, and the other organs, being of speech, they are the ones who reply. Eva. Kalpayanti, this all Shruti imagines. Mukhya Prana is the one who wants to know, and the sense organs are those who tell him. Shruti aha. So that Shruti says. Meaning this, this dialogue is imagined by Shruti, and Shruti further tells the dialogue. Yadidam loke annajatam prasiddham ashvabhyaya shvabhishtaha ashakunibhyaya sahasakunibhyaya sarvapranayana yadannam tattava annam itiha uchuhu vagade iti So yadkincha idam. So Vashakara says, yadkincha idam loke anna jatam. In this universe, 
whatever is prasiddham, whatever is known as food. That's all. Not only for human beings, what is known as food for living beings. Ashvabhya, including and beginning from dogs. Ashvakunibhya, including and beginning and including the birds. Meaning what? Shvabhihisar, Shakunibhihisar. So Bhashakara explains that A as including. Not beginning. So either you begin from then exclude. But yes, so Shakunihi, Shvabhihisar, including the dogs. Shakuni Bhisa, including the birds. Saruprayanavedandam. So, whatever is food for all the creatures. Tattava Annamede. That is your food, eh, Prana? Iti Hovacha, Vagade, Uchu, Vagade. That's what they say. So, that's what I am saying. Mukhyasya Pranasya Prashtvatvam. Vāgādhyanāṁ prati-vatrutvam ca kālpanikam. Vāśyakā says that this dialogue also is concocted by the Śrūdhi to communicate something. Says Anandagiri further, yadidamidhi uktameva ca yadpadam vākyādhikalpanātham yadannamidhi atra anudhyade. See, in this vākyā, yadidam loke annajātam. Then the second line, yadannam. So, the word yad is repeated, you know, yad idam annam, yad annam. So, Shruti doesn't have two yad, Shruti is only one yad. What is yad kenchana? Ashvabhya. That one yad is repeated, you know, by Vashyakara. So, yad idam iti uktam, eva yad padam, the word yad, vakyad kalpanatham. So, for explaining the meaning of that sentence, the same word yad is reiterated when Bhasha yadannam tattavannam. So saruprānam yadannam because yad came earlier. So yad is placed in the proper place for us to understand. That's all. So prāyanam yadannam. So whatever is food for all the creatures, tattavannam. Then only yadannam tattavannam. So yad and tat can be connected. Because Shruti doesn't use tat. Shruti only uses yad. So Vashyakana has to connect yad and tat. So yad is placed in a proper place to connect it with tat. Tadva eta dityadi uttara vakyasya pura vakya arthameda abhama shinkya. Now what happens is Shruti says, Idi hauchu tadvai etat anasyannam. Same thing. Shruti seems to repeat. All of this is the food for prana. But that the, the organs already say. Then again the Shruti says, Tadvai etat anasyannam. All of this is food for prana. Looks like the same thing is stated again. So looks like a repetition. So says Anandagiri. Tadva etatityadi uttaravakyasya puruvakya. Those puruvakya yet kinchaidam. Tattavannam. Puruvakya said the same thing that the Uttaravakya seems to be saying. Artha abheda abhava, artha abheda abhava ashankya. So when you tell a next sentence, second sentence, it should have a different thing to convey. But this sentence seems to convey the same thing that the previous sentence conveyed. So yat kinjaidam tattavannam. And here also tadvai edat anasyannam. And that word. These vakyas appear to convey the very same thing. 
And so that, then that's not right. Iti ashankya, if somebody raises the doubt, Bhashyakara explains that prana-sevi. Pranasya sarvam annam. This is what it means. The idea is that all of this is food for prana. Then further, prana atta sarvasya annasya ityevam pradipatte kalpita akhyayika rupadvyavritya svena Shruti Rupena Ashruti Rupena Ahaya So Prana Atta Sarvastanyasya That Shruti wants to convey that Prana is the eater of all the food. In Evam Pratipattaya For us to arrive at this understanding Pratipatti to arrive at this understanding Kalpita Akshayaka Rupad Vyavrutta now Shruti stands apart from the Akshayaka, from the dialogue between prana and sense organs. But imagine, now Shruti goes apart from that and makes a report. So this is what the Akshayaka, this is what the dialogue was. From that, what should understand the dialogue? That's what Shruti says in her own words. So Svena Shruti Rupena, that also was Shruti, but as an Akshayaka Rupa. Here Svena, Shruti Rupena, Shruti in her own words now says the next sentence so that we can come to this understanding as to how all the food is the food for prana. <coughs> so Vashtagara explains, Tadvaitad Anasyannam. Vashtagara says, Tadvaitad Yatkinchita Loke Pranivihe Annam Adyate Anasya Pranasutadannam Pranayanaiva Tadatyade Ityarthaha Tadvai Etada Yat Kinchit Loke Pranavi Annam Adyate In this world, whatever is eaten by the creatures, by the living beings, Anasya pranasitadanna. Anasya means pranasya. All of that is food for prana. Pra, meaning pranayanevatat adyate ityartha. So it's not that when the creatures are eating food, understand that mukhya prana is eating that food. So in the 15th chapter also Vashakara said, pranaha atta or agni. Call it prana, call it surya, call it agni, all the principles are the same. And chandrama or annam or you know, so that also is the same. And there were there, agni is yatta, sarvasita, mrudhisandhivishta. Agni is yatta, jasharagni, and this annam or chandrama is the food. <coughs> so God is eating food in all the creatures. Here prana. So prana stands for God here. So you should know that it is prana who is eating food through all the creatures. Even when dog is appears to be eating, it is prana that is eating. The prana who resides as the digestive fire in the stomach of the dog, that one is eating. And therefore, it is prana who is eating all the food. 
This is the pratipatti. This is the understanding that you should have. That's how you meditate. So meditation, a proper understanding is important. Therefore, this clarification. <coughs> then says Anagiri, Pranashabdam vihaya anashabda prayage tatparimaha. So then, says either anasya anna. So Shruti used ana instead of prana, Shruti used ana. So pranashabdam vihaya, discarding the word of prana. Anashabda prayoge tatparyam. Why does Shruti use the word ana instead of prana? So, so far our prana was used, now all of a sudden Shruti used the word ana, which of course means prana, otherwise uh, there will be no consistency. So when it is said that the sense organ says, hey prana, whatever food is eaten by any creature is your food, and then etat vedat anasyannam, but then it is all food of ana. If ana is an entity separate from prana, then there will not be consistency in two sentences. So that means that the word ana is used for prana. Because otherwise, all the food is anas, ana, food of ana, and all food is food of prana also. So ana and prana must be the same. So Shruti has deliberately chosen to now avoid or give up, I should say, give up the use of the word prana and adopt the use of the word ana. So, what's the purpose? Vashyakara explains the Tathparya. The purpose is explained. Sarvaprakara is So, Vashyakara says, Sarvaprakara Cheshta Vyapti Guna Pradarshanartham Anaha Iti Pranasya Pratyaksham Nama Shruti Asana says, Anohavai nama pratyaksham. Ana is the direct name of what? Of prana. So why? What's the purpose why Shruti chooses to use the word ana instead of prana? Sarvaprakara chesta vyapti guna pradarsanatam. This guna or attribute is prana has, mukhya prana has. What is it? Sarvap chesta vyapti. That prana is present in every chesta. In any kind of an activity that takes place anywhere, prana is present. And so, therefore, Shruti wants to use a name which conveys that. The word prana does not quite convey that. Therefore, Shruti chooses the word ana, which conveys how ana is present in every kind of an activity. Prana, apana, jnana, udana, samana, whatever. So that means prana is uchvasa, apana is nishvasa, and vyana is circulation, udana is rejection, samana is digestion. All activities are taking place in the body. All of these activities taking place in the body are because of prana. But the word prana generally is understood as only breathing out. So word prana may not convey that. Therefore word ana is deliberately used by the shruti. To convey the idea is idea that prana is the one that is associated with or pervades every kind of activity. So a name is used which includes all kinds of activities. So sarva cheshta vyapti guna. The guna or attribute of prana is vyapti pervades sarva cheshta, all activities. So pradarsanartam to demonstrate that 
अनहि प्राणस्थ प्रत्यक्ष नाम इज ए डायरेक्ट नेम ऑफ प्राण Jasya anashabdasya, the word ana is born of the root an. Upadhanam saraprakā cheshtaya pranasya, so anashabdasya upadhanam. What is upadhanam? An. The root an which means cheshta is, is what is implied by the word ana. Saraprakā cheshtaya pranasya vyaptumura pradasanātham. For demonstrating or indicating the pervasiveness of prana in every kind of activity. <coughs> so prana means a particular kind of activity. But an means activity, that's all. So an means only chesta. Prana means a particular kind of chesta. So that's again says, tathāca yah kopi dhavi shoshayade plāvayadeva sasaroi pranayavadi yuknam. All kinds of it, not only in the body, anywhere. Yah kopi dhati Bhishasmat vatah paude, bhishodevi surya, bhishasmat agnis chendrascha. So whoever burns, that also is prana. And shoshayati, whoever so absorbs or dries up, that also is prana. So it is when the vayu dries up everything, air dries up everything, it is prana that dries up. When the fire burns, it is prana that is present, fire that burns. Plavayat, even the water, so drowns you. Then, then there is a prana that does that. <coughs> so water washes away or drowns, plavayat, even it floods, you know. So flooding. So that's an activity. Or drowning is an activity. Or washing is an activity. That water performs, it is prana. Because any chesta means prana. Sasarobi pranayavayatiyu. So that all of that is prana, that is being said elsewhere. Yuktam pranasya anahiti nama, therefore the name ana is quite proper or appropriate for prana. Because it was said elsewhere, sarvopi pranayavaiti. So wherever any activity takes place, it all takes place due to prana. Therefore, ana is the appropriate name for prana. So what is Pratyaksham Nama? Direct name. Pratyaksham Urukta Dhatu Janma Nama Diyavata. It is immediate or direct. Because from the root An, the direct name is Ana. Then Prana etc. are not direct. They are made, they are arrived by adding the prefixes. So without any prefix, the word that is derived from root An is Ana. Therefore, it is direct name. And then, so when you then uktame vartam samarthayate, then Vashakara again so explains the same meaning, so or, or he establishes the same meaning. Prade, this Vashakara says, Prade upasarga purvatvehi visheshagatire vasya 
Pradhan is Pradhi. So Ana, then you say Pran, then Pran. Then Vya, then Vyana. Apa An, Apana. Ud, A, then Udana. Sama, then Samana, Sama, Samana, etc. So that's how you add some prefixes to arrive at the other words. But no prefixes needed to add the word Ana. So Ana is present in all activities, therefore it is a direct name. <coughs> so Pra, Apa, Ud, A, V, A, and Sama, all of these are added before the word An or Ana to arrive at Prana, Apana, etc., etc. And so Vashagar is a Vishesha Gati. Then it is not any gati or any chesta. A particular activity is then is is, is communicated by that word. So prana communicates only particular kind of activity which are breathing out, not breathing in. Apana only breathing in, etc. Where ana breathing out in every activity. So that is why. <coughs> So, 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 Anashabdha said Pradi Upasarga Purvatve. When the word Ana is preceded by Pra, etc., then that way Ana also then, this is what the prefixes do. A prefix generally qualifies the action. So, Gam means to go. Then, Agamanam is coming. And then Udgamanam, etc., etc., Avagamanam, and knowing. And so this is how uh, then going up and going down, etc., and so Patanam. And so any, any, you take any verb, you apply different kind of prefixes, then the verb becomes qualified. And only certain aspect of the verb, so a prefix has the capacity to bring out a certain aspect of that verb. Word may have a very general meaning, but a particular various aspects are brought out by the prefixes. So there is one opinion. What does the prefix do? So what does the prefix do? Of a particular root, which has a general meaning, then the particular aspects are, are brought out. It's there. It is not that gum means going up, down, everything is gum. But then, when you say ud, then it's going up. Our means going down, etc. And so those prefixes have, they, they, they have the effect of, in fact, bringing out different aspects of the verb activity. Or you can say they restrict also the meaning of that particular verb. Here also every prefix will restrict the meaning of activity and ana is unrestricted activity, unqualified activity. Like Swami would say, so Brahma, so it's big, unqualified big. So not a big element, not a big elephant or a big rat or something like that, just the big, the unqualified. And so Upa means Samipyam, proximity, unqualified proximity. Then it becomes the self. Here also unqualified activity. Wherever activity is there, that is what is implied by the word Ana. <coughs> So, Visheshikadi evasya, that evakara is there, and it says, na pranasya sarvacheshta aptehi. But prana does not include all the activities, only particular activity. 
meaning any prefix doesn't mean all activities a particular activity without the prefix all activities are included then Vashyakara continues Tathacha Sarva Annana Attuhu Namagrahanam Iti Idam Pratyaksham Nama Anah Iti Sarva Annana Mattuhu Sakshat Abhidhanam Tathacha Why Tathacha Anandagiri says Pranayi Shabdu Padane Vishesh Vyapti Vedishthite if we use the prefix pra, etc., then since it would only imply a certain kind of activity and not activity in general, therefore, tathaja, that being the case, tathaja, so tathaja, that being the case, what being the case, if a prefix was applied, it would restrict the activity and therefore no prefix was applied here. Sarvannanamattu. So here you want atta, atta means eater. Sarvannanamattu, sixth case. Of the eater of all the foods, Nama Grahanamiti. So Shruti wants to take the name, you know, use the name of the eater of all the food. Idam protection Nama Anahite. Therefore, Ana becomes a direct name or immediate name of the eater of all the foods. <coughs> Sarva annana matu sakshadabhidhasa anohavai nama pratyaksham means sakshad, the immediate, direct. The direct name of eater of all the foods is ana. Sridhanagiri anahayati pratyaksham idam nama sarva annana matu nama grahamit sammanda. Anahayati pratyaksham is the direct name of the eater of all the foods. So this is how this sentence is to be connected. So Tadeva Vyachaste, that Vashyakara explained, Sarva Annanam Attu Saksha Dabhinanam. It is. Then Vashyakara continues, so Shruti said, Nahavai evam vidi kinchana anannam bhavati iti. Now the result of the meditation. So who meditates in this manner, for this wise person, meaning for this meditator, who has realized the identity with prana, nothing remains uneatable. So that sentence explains Vashyagara. Evam vidi yathokta prana vidi nahavai evam vidi yathokta prana vidi pranoham asmi sarvabhutasthaha sarvannanamattedi tasminna evam vidi havai kinchana kinchadapi pranibihi should be adhyam actually adhyam Sarvaihi Anandam Anadyam Nabhavade Sarvam 
एवं विधि अन्नम भवते इत्यर्थ यथोक्त प्राण विधि वॉट इज यथोक्त सो हाउ डज यू मेडिटेट प्राण होस्मी आई एम प्राण वॉट कैन ऑफ प्राण सरभूत प्राण दाइटल एयर ऑफ द डाइजेस्टिव फायर दैट रिसाइड इन ऑल द बींग सरभूत सो दिस मेडिटेशन एनेबल्स द मेडिटेटर टू गिव द आइडेंटिफिकेशन वन उपावे एंड एस्टैब्लिश आइडेंटिफिकेशन ऑल द उपाधि so this will expand so this is process becoming karma and upasana are process becoming and then jnana is process of knowing so for becoming you must do something so you must meditate and visualize again and again and constantly so visualize yourself as the one residing as a prana or the digestive fire in every creature so whatever is the most common denominator of the eater of all the food is what you are in that case the samanya is present in all the vishesham just as the gold is present in all the ornaments similarly also this prana is present in all the creatures as digestive fire and then as eater is different as eater in the dog and eater in this and eater that they it become then that prana becomes particular eater and eats that particular food but then of all the eaters what is the most common denominator this prana the so sarbhutastha the one that is present in all the creatures all the beings sarva annanamatta and as he is the one obtaining all the all the creatures he is the eater of all the foods tasmin evam vidhi so one who meditates in this manner in that person or for that person he actually it means only <coughs> So even Vidha actually should be like sixth case, you know, for that person. Nahavai kinchana means kinchadabhi pranam adhyam. So whatever eaten by any creature, sarvai annam, anandam. So whatever is eaten by any creature is not uneatable. So become eatable for this person. Nothing remains uneatable that is eaten by any pranam. अन्नम अन्नाद्यम न भवती अनन्नम मीन्स अन्नाद्यम एक्चुअली अनाद्यम न भवती इट शुड बी इनफैक्ट और अनाद्यम न भवती सोद्यम मीन्स ईटेबल अनाद्यम मीन्स अनईटेबल अन्नाद्यम एनी वे यू लुक इन टू दैट न भवती सर्वेदी अन्नम भवती प्राणशब्दे प्राणविदेद 
Nothing becomes unitable. Tatascha. Prana Shabdasya means Prana Shabditasya. What is meant by the word Prana? So now the Prana Vidaha. So meditators become Prana, understand. So Prana Shabditasya. So now there is no difference between Prana and the meditator upon the Prana also. So Prana Vidaha. Now the knower of prana, the meditator upon prana, I mean when you realize the prana by identifying with prana. Saramannam chet. Now if you say that this vidvana meditator, everything has become the food for this one. Tad vidusha. Then what? Bhaksha bhaksha vibhaga siddhau. There is no bhaksha bhaksha vibhaga. Nothing abhaksham. He says anandam na bhavati. Nothing unitable means nothing abhaksham. Hey, wait a minute. Now what you can eat? There is a big deal there. Bhaksha and abhaksha. So what is worth? What is worthy of being eaten by you? And what is not worthy of being eaten by you? There is specified the Shastra. Not so much from the standpoint of health. The religious scriptures specify from the religious standpoint. Ayurveda, the health Shastra is specified from the health standpoint. It is not health, although they keep saying, you know, all the Shastras, science are there. Shastra is meant for religion only. If it coincides with science, well and good. If it doesn't coincide, then you, you know, that's okay. It's all meant for religion. So Swami, but then, you know, they say that garlic is good for you. It may be good for you, for your cholesterol and heart and stuff like that. But not for religious purposes. So onions are also, everything is good, whatever is created may have purpose. But not when it comes to religious, meaning that it is not conducive to a religious mind. It is not conducive to a worshipful mind. So if you want a worshipful mind, a prayerful mind, then these foods are no good for you. If you want a, if you want a strong body or healthy body, etc., so you want a healthy mind or healthy body. For healthy mind, this is worth being eaten. For healthy body, okay. So it is possible that at some point healthy body may become more important than healthy mind, then you might violate it. That's okay. So as medicine you may take even alcohol also because uh, there is some problem there anyway, there is nothing you can do about it, but that's okay. So some contact problem is there. <coughs> but anyway the question then is, Bhaksha Bhaksha Siddhau, for what the Shruti says now, this Shruti seems to negate. What is said by the Shastra which prescribes Bhakshan and Abhaksham? So Dharma Shastra prescribes what is Bhakshan and Abhaksham and this Shruti seems to negate that, contradict that. So Shruti should not contradict Shruti. What is said in one place should not be contradicted. So Tad Vishyam Shastra Viruddhyadaiti. Then Shastra which itself prescribes what is worthy of being eaten and what is not worthy of eating, that will be contradictory. Ityashankya, so that Shankara is Adhyadvikam Rupam Hitva. Says you are right. As long as you are identified with this body, one single body mind complex, so long that Bhaksha Bhaksha Vyaga applies. But Adhyadvika Rupena, this Vidwan has given up the identification with this single upadhi and established identification with the cosmic upadhi. So for that person he said, you know, not as an individual. So he is no more the individual. So Adi Devika Rupena Tasya Sarva Annatve Vivaga Shastram 
ఆధ్యాత్మిక పరిచేద విషయత్వేన అవిరుద్ధం విభాగ శాస్త్రం ద శాస్త్రం ఇన్ ద స్టేట్మెంట్ ఆఫ్ ద ప్యాసేజెస్ విచ్ స్పెసిఫై ఐ విచ్ స్టిప్యులేట్ వాట్ ఈస్ ఈటేబుల్ అండ్ వితౌట్ ఈటేబుల్ ఆల్ ఆఫ్ దట్ ఈస్ మెయింట్ ఫార్ ఇండివిజువల్ మీనింగ్ వన్ హూస్ ఐడెంటిఫైడ్ ఇండివిజువల్ బాడీ మైండ్ కాంప్లెక్స్ వైల్ వాట్ ద శ్రుతి సేజ్ ఇయర్ ఈస్ ఫర్ ద పర్సన్ హూస్ ఐడెంటిఫైడ్ ది కాస్మిక్ ఆర్ టోటల్ మైండ్ అండ్ ఇంటరెక్ట్ so total body mind complex there is no contradiction you know so tasya saranatve vibhaga shastram adhyatmika parichheda vishayatvena vibhaga shastram the shastram which makes vibhaga a division over the bhaksham and bhaksham is only restricted to adhyatmika restricted to person who is identified with the individual body mind complex therefore avruddham this statement does not contradict that statement that statement went for one this statement for another one it so vashaka says pranabhutatva vidushah so vidwan has become prana because by virtue of meditation so this was the uh, this was the vision of the upanishads as to what extent you can grow and this means giving up all all ragad everything is given up when you give up the identification it is one upaya every problem born of that identification is 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 gone goes away so identify one upaya all problems are born from that only ahankara mamakara ragad dvesha abhinivesha every evil is born of that every evil anything that is impure anything that is vicious anything that is violent everything is born of identification with one body mind complex confining myself to this i am only this much and then the well being of this much becomes important at the cost of your well being then it's very likely that i will sustain the well being of this one even at the cost of well being of others so violence will happen So how do we become non-violent in true sense? By universal identification. Sarva bhuta hite rataha. One who is committed to the well-being of all the beings. Otherwise you cannot be non-violent. As long as looking upon myself as an individual person itself is violent. View is violence to Atma. You know? So I am being violent to the self by confining the self-identification to this one body-mind complex. where self is all pervasive and that when i'm violating its its freedom violating its nature and i'm restricting it restricting it restricting and that's by ignorance so this upasana also helps us become free from this non violence essentially by knowing that i'm brahman it becomes totally non violent or this kind of upasana it becomes essentially non violent <coughs> never ప్రాణభూతత్వాద్విదుషహరిషేదాస్ 
All they only have, they address the ignorant person, not the wise person, because he no more is this complex that I am confined in this body-mind complex. Therefore, it is not applicable. Pranabhuto vidvanitata sutyandaram samvadeti. How do you say the vidvan? Because prana, have you, has this been stated anywhere else? The vidvan and prana, the meditator and what he meditates upon are one. Have you found any, uh, uh, any justification or any, uh, you know, any statement which, uh, which, which agreement with this? So Vashyagara quotes that appropriate statement here. Pranadvai, Vashyakara says, Pranadvai, Eshakudeti, Prane, Astameti, Ityapakramya, Evam Vidohavai, Udeti Suryaha, Evam Vidi, Astameti, Iti, Shruptyantarad, Dharmika Upanishad says, Pranadvi Esha Surya Udedi. From Prana the sun arises. Because ultimately, sun is fire and fire is born of air anywhere, which is Prana. And therefore from the air the fire arises and to air it, you know, merges. So sun also appears and disappears. So you can say that sun also has emerged from Prana and merged back into Prana when it, when it sets. So when the sun rises in the morning, it emerges from Prana. Sets in the evening, merges back into Prana. That's what we see. Because why you remain? Sun is no more. Idvakramya. And then, at the end, the conclusion what? Evam vidaha. That's the fifth case. Evam vidaha. Havai udeti surya. The sun udeti. Sun arises from Evam vidaha. From the knower of this prana. From this wise person. Evam vidhi, seventh case, astameti, in prana, the sun merges. In, in the knower of the prana, the sun merges. So from the knower, from the meditator, from the one who is realized, from the wise person, the sun emerges, unto that wise person, the sun merges. Already said, from prana, the sun emerges, unto prana it merges. Then he says, from the wise person emerges, into one to wise person merges. So prana is wise person. So this identity of oneness of the meditator and prana is stated there also and here also that is what is meant. Therefore, that bhaksha bhaksha vibhaga does not apply to this prana with or this meditator upon prana. Oh. <coughs> Om Purnamadav Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashya Krutavande Bhagavanta Punapunaha Ishvaro Gururatmedi Murti Bhedavi Bhagine Vyomavat Vyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shantisha Tishantihi 
ಹರಿಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓ